Welcome everybody back to the broadcast. Uh, I'm coming to you just moments after UCLA lost at home 34-31 to Oregon. Moments after uh, Ethan Garbers uh, threw a uh, game-ending uh, interception um, to uh prevent ucla from having a chance to win the game really unfortunate i'll start off with that really unfortunate spot for garbers to be in um he uh, this is the seventh game of the season i think he's gotten maybe one meaningful series this year uh there were other opportunities to get him into football games um and instead ucla um you know was kind of left with somebody who hadn't really seen the speed of the game in any kind of critical moment um uh, at all this year. And I thought he threw the ball pretty well on his first couple throws. I thought the throw to Dulcich was pretty good, but then he just, you know, did the classic inexperienced thing, locked onto his receiver. Um, the receiver didn't run a great route. The DB jumped it. End of story. Uh, but unfortunate that he was in that spot, um, uh, dealt to him by, uh, his, uh, coaching staff, uh, failing him. Um, Dorian Thompson Robinson, um, I'm sure he's going to get some heat from the usual suspects for his stat line, but I thought he played um, a really tough game. Um, he was taking just a huge ton of hits uh, throughout the entire second half, really. Um, UCLA's offensive line played really, really poorly in the second half. I thought the offensive staff did a very, very poor job organizing the blocking. Um, adding blockers, um, it was disastrous. Um, putting Greg Dulcich in there on that one critical play where he was having to block Kayvon Thibodeau by himself was um, uh, uh, malpractice, pure coaching malpractice. Um, but Dorian hung in there. Uh, that one drive to get it to, I think it was 34-24, was just all him um, just running, throwing, and just standing in there and taking some pops. Um, seemed like every time he completed a pass, it was also while he was just getting his hips broken. Um, amazing that he was in there as long as he was. Um, and then we'll see what the uh, whether that's a re-aggravation of the uh, injury to his throwing shoulder. Yes, that is indeed what he had. Um, or uh, a new injury remains to be seen. But um, very tough game from him. Um, deserves a lot of credit for... Uh, the few things UCLA did positively, um, offensively. Um, right. So here's the thing. Uh, it was obviously a very fun game. 34-31, you know, had runs, the whole thing. And if you're looking at it in micro, you would say, oh, well, UCLA played close with a top 10 team. That's pretty good. But you have to look at the macro here in year four. Uh, UCLA is five and three. Uh, they are now more than likely out of contention in the South. Um, it would take a real string of events for ASU to lose more than a couple games going down the stretch, and that's what's required for UCLA to win the South now. Um, so more than likely, no chance. Um, so that's um, obviously you've got to contextualize this whole thing. It's year four for Chip. This is the year that um, so much was building towards. You know, it was a semi- um, uh, you know, favorable roster. He's got um, seniors at a bunch of spots. Um, he's, you know, got a wealth of experience. He's got a fourth year starter at quarterback and they're five and three right now. Um, five and three with three losses to basically the three best teams they've played. I mean, I think we can comfortably say the level of UCLA right now. It is roughly a top 40 team. It is not better than the other top 40 teams it's played. Um, and that's Fresno State, Arizona State, and Oregon. Um, and I'm using kind of the advanced stats look there because um, Oregon's a top 40 team. They're not a top 10 team. Um, that's a that's a 40th-ish Oregon team you just saw. 
Um, so uh, that's, I, I think, the important way to think about this um, because um, you can get lost in, well, it was a competitive game against a top 10 team, yada, yada, yada. Is that is that the UCLA program that you want? Um, one that in year four of a head coach, like even if you even if you believe that or that UCLA like say ASU and like um, maybe gosh Washington State or Oregon State or Indiana or Minnesota, and it's the kind of cyclical program that can only have a really good year every four years, is this enough of a really good year? Is potentially going eight and four? maybe seven and five. Is that a really good year? Is that the year that you want to build towards? Um, because that's the question. Um, so looking at this game in particular, uh, the obvious eyesore, the obvious eyesore was the defense. Um, it was uh, disastrous. It's not. It's going to get lost because Oregon kind of likes to sit on the ball the same way that UCLA does. But it went in the critical moments of this game uh, through the second and third quarters. It went touchdown, 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 touchdown for Oregon Um, and long drives. I mean, the first two of those were 12 plays each, 80 plus yards, um, five minute drives, just allowing them to march down the field. And it wasn't just the secondary being bad, though that was a big part of it. It was also just schematic things like how many times are we going to watch three UCLA linebackers drop into a soft zone where they are covering literally nobody? Um, it's the weakest kind of short zone coverage I've ever seen. There's no point in them being there. And it's almost always where they're dropping out of a shown blitz. And then they're suddenly just dropping into no man's land where nobody runs any routes. It's, um, just poorly schemed. Um, and you know, I'm not anything like a, you know, scheme expert, but you can just watch something and know, Hey, that's not how any other defense looks. That's not what I'm used to seeing. So that's bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was, if if Oregon hadn't gone full like just gong show with their um, with their turnovers, uh, this would have been uh, just an egregious blowout. Um, you had the fumble, then you had two of the worst picks I've ever seen from Anthony Brown, who's not good. Um, and you know, so the fumble came on a four play, twenty four yard drive um, that ended with the fumble. The second interception came on an eight play, fifty one yard drive where they were in field goal range. Um, UCLA was not stopping this offense um, after essentially they, they got, I would say they got one true stop in this game, um, which was the punt. Um, I think, you know, obviously Oregon turned it over on downs, but they drove the damn ball during that drive. It was seven plays for 44 yards in the first opening drive. But other than that, I mean, it wasn't a true like defensive stop where they got like a three and out or something like that. It was, you know, bad interceptions and a fumble. So uh, the defense was atrocious. Um, one of the worst defensive performances of the season, in my opinion. Um, offensively, it was really inconsistent. Um, I thought opening the game, I thought um, looked like some good creativity. looked like they were doing some interesting things in the run game. There was a lot of edge work. Um, they were really, really messing with Kayvon Thibodeau. And then it seemed like all of that went away. Um, I'm going to have to look again to see if Oregon adjusted in some way. Um, but it seemed like there was just a lot more of interior running um, through the end of the second quarter and into the second half. Um, and that seemed to really limit UCLA's offense. Um, you know, they, they finally got things going again late, but again, that was mostly Dorian on the long touchdown drive. And then the second one was just, um, off the pick where they had a short field. Um, but the offense was inconsistent. Um, and in the second half when they needed to keep pace with Oregon, they just folded, um, 
and you know there was I think there was a point if I'm if I was reading my stat sheet correctly after the first three drives of the second half for UCLA they had negative three yards um which is insane I mean it's insane they had 200 plus in the first half and then they looked at Colorado to start the second half um just it's just not a, a consistently well-coached team. Um, I, UCLA was doing, again, it was the, the Chip Kelly bag of tricks where they did that um, uh, Zach Charbonnet lining up in the Wildcat um, with three guys to his right in a line, basically like an offset eye formation over there. Um, and then Dorian Thompson-Robinson running behind him for the pitch. First time, doesn't take the pitch, and then he just runs into the short side for like a loss of one. And the second time, they do make the pitch to Dorian as if that previous unsuccessful play set up anything, and he throws it across the field uh, for an incompletion. And it's just, I mean, your base offense is pretty good, buddy. Like, what, 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 what's the, what, what's the goal with doing all that stuff? And the only thing I can imagine is it's creativity for creativity's sake, fun for fun's sake. And I'm not opposed to fun, but you got to be good to have fun. Like, you got to be good to be playing like the weird little games and and doing the, you know. Uh, whatever Emery and Henry or whatever the hell it's called those formations like be good in doing that stuff it's one thing like if you want to be Oregon in 2012 and running your you know nifty PAT formations and you know determining whether or not based on the defense's look whether you want to go for two that's fine um but when you're a a massively sub uh, 500 program um I don't know and and you've got a good offense like your base offense is pretty good I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I, I just would maybe lean on not doing the the kind of um, uh, wild creativity stuff that often ends up being drive killing. I mean, not all the time. Sometimes it works, but your base offense also works pretty well. Anyway, um, that's more of an aesthetic point. And if they had won the game, maybe I wouldn't be making the point. But um, just you know, it's it's it just gives off a you know kind of a bad vibe. Um, yeah, I mean, UCLA also missed a field goal. Um, and if you're looking at the final score, um, that does seem critical. Uh, it was 34-31. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. It's just UCLA is 5-3. Um, is and three. Um, They're not a bad team by any stretch of the imagination. This is a clear uptick from last year. Like, I, I don't think anyone would be disputing that. The question is, is it good enough? Is it good enough in year four when next year is going to require some level of reloading? I know a lot of people are very down on Dorian Thompson Robinson. The reality is he's more than likely draftable. Whether he's going to be a good NFL player, I have no friggin' idea. But given his tools, he's more than likely draftable, and I would imagine he's going. Um, so you're going to be starting over at quarterback, um, and that's going to uh, that, that'll come with some challenges. I know, uh, again, a lot of people are down on Dorian, um, but he does bring a lot to the table that um, some of this offense is clearly now built around. Um, so interesting. Um, and then there's going to be losses. There's going to be offensive line losses. Um, there's going to be defensive losses. Like it's going to be not quite as experienced next year as it is this year. Um, so whether that entails with a worse record, I mean, the, the schedule is going to be easier. But this was the year things were building towards. This is the program that, you know, Chip Kelly has now had four years to build. And the defense still looks like this. Um, the offense is still this inconsistent. Um, that's, you know, that's 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 the proof. That's the we have we have now seen the pudding. Um, the pudding is no longer baking. We have seen it. Um, and it's just the question is, is this good enough? Um, and if you still need to see more, that's fine. 
Um, but, the, you know, they've got at Utah next week. Then it's Colorado, who's bad. And so they're probably going to beat Colorado. And then it's USC, who's also bad, but in similar ways to how UCLA is bad. So that one's probably another shootout. Um, and then you're looking at Cal. Um, and, uh, you know, Cal uh, has ups and downs, um, but they certainly have the potential to beat UCLA. I would say the only team left that doesn't have the potential to beat UCLA is Colorado. Um, Utah's the only team that I think will be clearly favored, if that's helpful to anybody. Um, but still, um, you're looking at more than likely at least four losses, potentially five, and, you know, if the wheels truly fell off six. Um, and uh, that's, uh, you know, that's just uh, the way it's the way it's shaken out for UCLA. So disappointing loss um, came on the heels of what was a very exciting day. And I think a, a, a exciting, you know, the, the potential of that first half was very exciting. You know, when UCLA was up 14, nothing, it looked like, okay, you know, the Bruins might actually be ready to go in a big game. Um, and then it just kind of fell apart. Um, but the game day was super fun. Uh, Bill Walton was, I thought, uh, transcendent uh, on the, broadcast i woke up for game day for basically the first time in uh 15 years and it was totally worth it uh, i thought you know students showed out i thought martin jarman did a great job getting people pumped up i attribute a ton of that to him i think also people drastically underrate um the ucla students and their commitment to like doing stuff that's fun um and that looked like a really fun time so i think people have this like weird impression of ucla that it's like harvard it's not there's still a lot of kids there who are just there to have a good time. Um, I was there 10 years ago, not 10 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, 13 years ago, whatever. Time doesn't matter. Um, and it was like that too. And things don't change that much in 13 years. So um, anyway, it was, uh, I thought that was really good to see. Um, I thought um, the the turnout at the Rose Bowl, again, I attribute that a bunch to uh, Jarmond, um, the, the effort he put into getting people energized and excited about this. So to, you know, not lay an egg, but to put forth in a performance that has you down 34-17 at one point, I think that's, um, you know, that's, it's not great. You want to be able to pay it off when you, uh, when you get people that pumped up for a game. So uh, regardless, um, it was a uh, exciting game. Um, As I kind of alluded to in my preview, I thought it was going to be a shootout. It ended up sort of like a shootout, um, but I predicted mainly that it was going to be a fun game. And uh, I think it did turn out that way. So Anyway, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Um, Enjoy the rest of the football, and I'll talk to you again next time.